0: How much money do you need for your private label product? If you clicked on the title of this episode, you already knew that. So let me actually just tell you what this is about. You're going to learn this in this episode, how much money you need to start Um, how you can start on a smaller budget even, how many different costs you will have and how much profit you can make, plus what mistakes to avoid when budgeting, okay? We're gonna cover all of this in today's episode. It's a fairly quick one, but it's a lot of content in there. So if you can, if you're not driving, take out a piece of paper and a pen, put your phone by side, uh, let the podcast run and take some notes because we got really cool content coming up and starting now. Welcome to the Easy Peasy Sourcing Podcast. This is the framework to import, sell and profit from your private label products. He is a German expat, lives in China and has a passion to help you create a thriving brand. Here is your host, Nils Alder. So before you even start budgeting or before you start reaching out to suppliers in China for, for, for getting your product, actually make sure you have a sourcing agent. This is the one thing that will save you lots of costs and lots of hassle and lots of risk to get your product, okay? We'll just assume that you're going to do that and that you're going to do the smart thing and the right step and get your sourcing agent. So I'll just assume that you're going to do this and go right into today's topic of how much money you need for your private label product, all right? So let's kind of break down the costs a little bit. For me, I think there are two kinds of costs, okay? There are your upfront costs and your follow-up costs. I'll I'll let you know which ones these are in in detail. But the thing you really need to worry about when budgeting are your upfront costs, okay? Because your follow-up costs, you don't really need to worry about all of them because they are all going to be covered when you make a sale, okay? Okay. However, you're going to have some money up front to start, right? And I actually came up with this topic because a friend of mine asked me, he said, well, look, has uh, um, around $3,000 laying around and you want to start a private labor business. Is that enough? So I asked him, how much is a product you want, you want to source? And he said, well, it's $3 and I have to take 1,000 pieces. So the $3,000 should be enough, right? Later, however, so, so we ran the numbers and he estimated he needs around $3,000 for his $3 product, right? There, but there are a few more things things and we're really going to get into detail in this episode because what we came up with is that he will need closer to $7,000 to start um, his private label business. So it's it's more than double what he estimated. Uh, So let me actually just break that down for you so you don't make that mistake because I know from people who started and who who budgeted it uh, wrong and then they started and ran out of money before they even ship that product. Okay, and I really want you to avoid that. So let, let's go through a little bit through the mass here and break down the costs, okay? As I mentioned earlier, you have this upfront costs, right? And that's even before you sold any product yet. So. Um, you have you have to buy samples, right? That costs money. You have to buy your product. You pay a deposit on that first and then later you pay the rest. Then you have to pay for a quality control. And I really think a quality control is mandatory and you'll see it's it's not really a big chunk of money compared to your whole order, okay? And you have to pay the shipping and that's that's really your upfront costs, okay? So you have your samples, you have your product, you have the quality control and you have your shipping. That are really the the four costs here that you need to consider, Uh, When starting your 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 business, okay, then there are all these follow-up costs that we don't really have to worry about. Those are like advertisement. You're gonna do some giveaways. uh, You're gonna have a storage fee, fulfillment. You have domestic shipping and all this stuff, okay. Some of this um, would be cool to you know to have a budget for that for later. However, we just really focus on the upfront costs here, okay. Then there's one thing that's often forgotten and I made that mistake too and that's actually, we all don't think that far when we're just starting out, right? But let's say you started selling your product and now your product is selling. Yay, great. Product selling, always good, congratulations. So now let's say your product is selling. And after, let's say, months, you realize, well, look, at this selling speed, I need to have new inventory here in 60 days. And that's kind of your lead time, okay? you got to place your order, you have production, you have shipping. So let's say you realize you run out of stock in 60 days. Well, now you got to place an order for your follow-up order, right? You have to reorder to not run out of stock because that's what we really don't want. We don't want to run out of stock in this business, right? Well, now, here's the problem. You only sold your products for one month. So you didn't make all that money back yet on on the products you sold to reinvest into a second order, right? Even though you will make all that money back once you sold out your products or once you sold out most of your products, but you just can't wait so long, right? So you can't wait so long. You just have to take some money now to... Uh, to get your second batch of, of products right and we always forget that and I did that too and then I was standing there and was realizing I'm running out of stock but I can't afford a new product so I had to get a hold of another two thousand dollar to kind of close the gap right and I just want to run you through this kind of how much you need okay because the thing is it can really take like six months for you after you you invest it into your product and you start selling your product to really get your money back and then kind of have monthly profits rolling that you can either uh, withdraw and take for yourself or reinvest into new products and new things so it takes some time right and i, I don't want to sugarcoat anything um, it's a great business and i love it but i just want to be straight with you and up front right because i think most people are not and i just really want to be the guy who tells you be careful <laughs> okay and who warns you upfront front because it's really no big deal because once you know what up front is expected and then it's no problem okay so how much do you actually need how much do you need for your product that's the topic of this episode and we still haven't answered it but we'll get there okay hang on hang on so Whenever you want to customize your product with a logo, you have a minimum order quantity, right? So you want to put your logo on the product, perhaps you want to have some packaging, you want to make some changes eventually on the product. And when you do this, you're always going to have a minimum order quantity. And why is that? So the if you if you order it with your logo the company the factory has to make it for you obviously right and for that they have to modify their machines they have to adjust it they have to test it they have to tweak it every time you place an order they have to do that okay and that's kind of like a fixed cost a fixed thing where they have to invest their time and resources in doing that right and that's what you pay for and therefore you have to order a minimum order quantity to make it worth their while right now the th- tricky thing with the minimum order quantity is if you buy a product that's like between two and five dollar usually that quantity is around one thousand pieces. And one thousand pieces can actually be a lot, right? If you that's a big multiplier here, right? So um let's just take it easy here and let's go with a $3 product, okay? I'll give you an example. You're sourcing a $3 product and you have have to take a thousand pieces. What are your costs? How much money do you need, okay? My friend would say $3,000 wasn't the case. Here's the breakdown for you, okay? And the very first thing you need are samples, okay? So you, you find some suppliers and to confirm the quality, you need to have samples. And here your sourcing agent comes in. So one trick that saves you a bit money here is that you don't ask each individual factory to send you a product sample, but you have all the samples sent to your sourcing agent, and your agent bundles them all for you in one shipment and sends them to you, right? Or you even skip that part, don't have it sent to you, but just have your agent look at it and and look kind of for obvious flaws, right? Is the color right? Is the size right? Um, Does it work, you know? And give you give you a feedback, make some pictures, some videos, and that kind of stuff for you. Okay, that would be free, right? However, just for the sake of it, let's let's assume you spend a hundred dollar for samples. Okay, then you have another cost, which is your product, right? You got to pay the factory for your product. That's another three thousand dollar. Then you have to ship your product, okay? So let's assume it's a quite small item and you ship it by air and you pay around $1 each for shipping. Now for the shipping, really make sure you get this estimated from the factory in the quotation, okay? You need to know how expensive the shipping is because I spend as much as $7 per product to ship it by air, okay? That's a big difference if you spend one thousand or seven thousand dollar on shipping here. Okay, so uh, let's let's say it's a smaller item, you airship it and it's one dollar per item. So you spend another thousand dollar here. And then once your project is done, you arrange a quality control team to check it i always recommend the company called asia inspection they come by your factory they check your quality if everything's all right if it's not all right then they give you feedback and before you pay them the 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 total of your order and ship your products they can rework your your order right or you can you can deal with them and before the product ships to you right so quality control is mandatory always do that that's around 300 okay so now your product ships your product arrives and you've got to give it some some momentum, right? So let's say you have some you have a giveaway campaign, you you have a little budget here and you you, you maybe you play some ads in when you sell on Amazon just to get the ball rolling and rank a little bit and that costs you another thousand dollar. Okay. Then you hold back finances for the next order, what we talked about earlier, um, let's say of around $2,000, okay? You just hold that back and then all of that, and I'm doing the math here, not on my head, but I actually have a piece of paper in hand and I I wrote this down, okay? So it's $7,500 in total, okay? That $3,000 product or or that product that costs $3 a piece ends up at $7,500, okay? There are lots of things that, Especially when you're just starting out, you might not take in consideration. Okay, so when now you're you're looking at your budget, I just wanna I just want you to I give you a rule of thumb. Okay, so when I look for a product, I always um, look at the product cost. If I see the product five dollar or three dollar or however much it is, um, I always assume or I always always give the budget um, and multiply it by 2.5, Okay, so if it's five dollar um, then I multiply that by two dot five and I have twelve and a half thousand dollar. Okay, if it's a, if it's a three thousand dollar product, then it's seven dot five K. Alright? So you ha- that's that's just a rule of thumb. So 2.5 is a multiplier here, and you get a rough idea of kind of the budget you need, right? So yeah. that was a lot. And now I, I already hear a lot of you saying, well look, seven thousand five hundred dollar a lot of money and I see all these kind of challenges on YouTube where people go and say start your Amazon business with 500 bucks right and and let me tell you that's possible right so you don't have to um, order a product from China in big quantity with your logo and there are ways to really break that down and, and start it a lot simpler. I just like to go at and and enter at this stage just because of growth opportunity right because in this stage it already takes me half year to get my money back and um, be be starting to be able to put some money some profit of that product by side to reinvest into a second product right if you're starting with a really really small budget you have to work yourself up first Um, And that might take a year to come to that level where you can order the 1,000 pieces, right? So i just like to step ahead a little bit. But I didn't want to leave you hanging here. So I wanted to give you uh, some tips here how you can start um, with a smaller budget or how you can actually save some money, okay? So if if you're working on a tight budget, here are some tips for you how you can save some money uh, sourcing your product in China. The very first thing and one thing you might uh, have noticed is that shipping can be quite expensive, okay? So for your first order, you might consider to ship by, by, by sea, right? You might have a uh, – you might can or you, your, your order quantity might be big enough uh, to make it worth, to sell it, or uh, to ship it by sea. And your sourcing agent can help you. Okay, they are the one, they can help you, they can do that all for you. Uh, so don't worry about it. It's not very complicated. Just really take the time when you're just starting out, sea ship it, that's all right. Or just take a fraction of your, of your order and airship it and then ship the rest later by sea. <laughs> okay, so you kind of brick uh, or you kind of bridge that, that additional shipping time that you have by sea. Okay, if you're selling in Europe, by the way, and, and only few people know that, you can actually ship by train. Like there's a train that goes from China all the way to Europe and uh, that's actually a lot cheaper than air shipping, okay? It still doesn't get you to sea shipping, but it's a lot cheaper than air shipping, okay? The next thing that I found is the MOQs, how you can avoid these big MOQs. And really the only way to avoid that is when you buy stock that the factory is laying around, okay? And you can only do that if you don't put your logo on your product, if you don't have changes on your product, and if you still wanna wanna be sure that no one can copy your product, um, I always just get uh, print my logo on simple poly bags or some sort of pack- thing, packaging packaging um, that that identifies it as my product, okay? So I, I might just buy two hundred items from uh, from the from my product as non-branded like with no logo but therefore then I just put a little logo on the packaging I'll get a little poly bag or something to put the logo on just to, to to make it mine right so just to avoid all the copycats here so that's one thing you can really really do to decrease your MOQ and therewith decrease your investment and that's just uh, don't do your logo Just do it later. Like you don't have to start, uh, you don't set the bar too high. Sometimes it's just about getting started, getting the momentum. And you can always add your logo later on when you order bigger quantities anyway, right? So then the next thing is, that the next thing that really decreases your risk here is if you don't start selling the product that you source in China, but you start reselling something. So to to increase your budget so you can start at a higher level, you could start selling products from shops around. So you could just go to local shops, look at their prices, resell the products that they have and make a little bit of money here, plus make your research really based on the real market feedback what product sells and what doesn't. So you can be sure that you don't, you know, your your product really sells. Because if your product doesn't sell well, you have to drop the price to sell out. And then it takes some time to sell out. You're gonna get your money back, right? So it's not like this very risky. Like you, you, there's always an option to get your money back with your inventory. It's just, um, it's just a headache if you if you lose half year through that, right? So to avoid the risk here, I recommend you just start reselling something, gain some funding with that, and uh, you know get your get your hands wet, get into the market, figure out the whole the whole thing, how 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 the selling actually works, and uh, if you sell on Amazon, how how the Amazon system works, and then based on your findings from reselling other products you can then go out to china and source yours all right one thing that you that people always a bit shy to do is negotiations okay negotiating is such a big part and you don't have to feel bad and you know they they calculate that in already okay they assume you're going to be negotiating with them so don't feel bad just really be, be a bit pushy and say well that product's too expensive I need to have a cheaper price and to have better conditions you can negotiate it's, it takes a bit more time but you can sometimes save 10 20 30 percent even when you negotiate hard okay that's just a giveaway here i know myself included i'm always a bit shy even when i'm in china like going out with my girlfriend and we're buying something and then um they're always negotiating about it, everything and like it, it makes you even feel uncomfortable and say oh look the, the poor guy here is selling his stuff but and then and she also says well look they just calculate that in right you just have to negotiate some people just don't want to go through the hassle of negotiation and that's where the shop makes makes even makes even more money right they they would sell it cheaper and still make money okay so don't feel bad always negotiate okay then for your product lounge, you can really plan ahead. And if you have to do all the giveaways, well, maybe you give them to friends who, who, um, or, or you, pl- you build a little list of people that will pay a little bit for, for your product for a giveaway. And kind of if you pre plan your lounge a little bit, that can save you a lot of money here too. Okay. Now, to really, really answer this question, how much money do you need for your private label product? Again, I like to go in at a certain level. I believe that you should have at least two to three thousand dollar when you're starting out. I recommend five to eight thousand, but two to three is really the minimum to get in, get going, get momentum, not getting frustrated in the process because it's too slow, right? So two to three thousand is really the the, the under the, the, the lower level. Okay, that's the lower entrance level, and I recommend five to eight thousand. Um you don't need a lot more. I know five to eight can be a lot of money already, and it is. Um, but that's really what you need, and if you wanna if you wanna change your current situation, if you wanna get out of your job, you really have to go in at a certain level um, to, to speed this whole thing up, right? Always, you know, evaluate the risk and and don't make any decisions just because you you feel pushed into it and you feel you don't, you're losing all the time, right? Rather make a good decision, take a little bit time, but then go in at a higher level um, with a bigger investment that gives you a little bit more, um, a little bit more momentum, right? Good. So I hope that answered your question. Let's summarize. I believe you should take uh, around 2.5 as kind of a multiplier on your product cost when you're budgeting your whole your whole budget that you have to have for your product. And then I believe that you should have at least two to three thousand dollar at least to start this whole thing but recommend really five to eight thousand that's really where i found um kind of kind of the middle and where where i found that's a good number to start with that is a summary i hope this episode helped you if you liked it i always uh, appreciate comments and feedback especially with reviews if you're listening to this on itunes just head over uh to the to the review button and uh, give me a review here i'd always appreciate your feedback and if you still want to save a spot for your free training, that's called the six steps of picking and sourcing your private labor product on autopilot, then, and there's really so much stuff in the training. Okay, it's a really long, it's like a one and a half hour uh, long training and you get so much input and so much value in that training. It's totally free. Uh, all you have to do is sign up for it. Just head over to ezpthesourcing.com slash training and you find all the info there. Thank you for tuning in today. Have a great day, and I'll catch you next week in the P V Sourcing podcast. Cheers.